Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Candace Paul, and on today's episode, I will be reading a chapter from my first book, Spiritual Warfare. Feel free to download a copy on Kindle for only $4.99 so you can follow along or read ahead. Each recorded reading will be clearly labeled so you don't miss anything and you can hear every chapter. The sequel, Spiritual Warfare Rise to Power, is also available. Make sure you get that too. So without further ado, Spiritual Warfare by Candace Paul. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. Chapter 6, The Way. Josiah and Stephen rested in the green pastures of heaven. Stephen turned and looked at Josiah. I accepted my mission, Stephen said. Josiah smiled and nodded. I knew you would, my brother, Josiah replied. There is no greater honor than to accept the mission bestowed upon you by the Most High. I know, and I am appreciative, but I'm scared, Stephen said truthfully. Josiah sighed and closed his eyes. Stephen knew that Josiah understood his concern, but could also offer no further words of encouragement. What was your mission? Stephen asked. Josiah slowly opened his eyes and paused for a long time before he spoke. The year was 1886, and my mission was to protect James, a sharecropper in Georgia. The years of racial oppression and discrimination shown to him as a young black man made his anger grow. He had his son on the way, and he needed to ensure his child would be protected. A few months before I was sent, James was courted by a childhood friend to join a secret fraternal order, which protected its members regardless of race and ensured financial security due to the network of individuals involved. My mission was to lead James away from this group, in which many of its members were unaware of where it started and why. Fascinated by what membership could bring, enticed many to join without asking questions. The order brought food to his wife, Delia, and used their resources to support his family. When hooded men in all white came to his house one night, five of the members of the order, white men, defended his home and forbade them from coming to his house again. They showed James unity, brotherhood, and the power of the fraternal order. When I became a part of his life, I showed him that he did not need those things from them. They would want something too important to trade in return. Furthermore, I showed him that he had everything he needed all along. I told him that in his blood was greatness. He had the blood of kings. People looked up to him, and the words that would be spoken of him in the life he chose would inspire others to prepare the way for great change. I told him to spend time with his children, cultivate in them the value of hard work. I encouraged him to see his calling and continue to lead a life focused on family. I told him to continue to focus on a life where less is more. James and I got into many heated arguments. We fought. Eventually, he decided not to join the group, though they courted him for many years. I was sent back to heaven when the desire for their acceptance was no longer there. He was smitten by something else, the word of God. James went on to have nine children, the eldest of whom was Michael. Michael married a woman named Alberta. Michael went on to be a preacher, changed his name to Martin, and his wife bore a son named after his father named after the new man he had become. 
His son led a great movement that changed history and changed how much of humanity viewed each other. Josiah sat up and reflected on all that he had said and smiled. Stephen was in awe of God's plan. Josiah was not given the complete picture when he accepted the mission. He just did what God said. One faithful interaction between one of God's missionaries and his child changed the course of history. Soon Stephen would be one of those missionaries, and he was no longer scared. God's voice whispered, My child, it is time. Stephen's eyelids grew heavy and closed. When he awoke, he saw clear blue sky. Suddenly, a large animal stood over him and chewed grass. Moo! The cow uttered as grass fell from its lips. Stephen jumped up and found himself in a large field next to a highway. Cars sped by as Stephen looked around, trying to get his bearings. The surroundings were unfamiliar. Stephen dusted off his white robe and began walking up the busy highway. He had no idea what the date was, or of anything else for that matter. He had died in the 1930s and nothing looked the same. There were all types of cars with all types of odd music blasting. After walking a few miles, he entered a motel and asked the gentleman at the front desk a few questions. Hi, sorry to disturb you. Could you please tell me where I am? Stephen asked. The man eyed him strangely. He'd never seen a man out in public walking in a long white robe with sandals before. You're in Spotsylvania County, Virginia, U.S.A. Stephen was about to walk away when he remembered what he really wanted to ask. Oh, what is the year? The man looked slightly agitated. It's, uh, 2016? Stephen smiled and thanked him. The man watched Stephen closely as he left. These damn kids need to stop sniffing that paint, the old man mumbled, shook his head, and continued watching TV. Outside, the sky had begun to fill with clouds. He looked down, and three crisp hundred-dollar bills were just lying there. Stephen looked to see if anyone had dropped them, but there was no one in sight. The clouds opened, and sunlight touched his face. He picked it up and whispered, Thank you, Jesus. He turned back into the motel and asked for a room. Stephen knelt by the bed, his hands clasped around each other in prayer. Jesus, the world is so different from how I remembered it, Stephen said. How will I make it through? He prayed for hours as though Jesus were right there and was given direction regarding his next step. Stephen walked back to the front desk and asked another question. Bothered, the old man stopped reading his paper. Hello again, the old man had no response. Uh, I'm trying to find a friend of mine, but I'm not sure where to start. The old man pointed to a dusty desktop computer in the lobby. We have free Wi-Fi. Have at it. The old man continued reading his paper as Stephen continued to stand there. I'm, I'm sorry, Wi-Fi? Yes, the internet. Stephen was out of touch and realized figuring out even basic things was going to be challenging. Not wanting to be any more of a nuisance, Stephen began to walk away and prayed he'd find somebody else. The old man felt bad. Maybe the boy developed brain damage from sniffing all that paint. He decided to be a bit nicer. Hey buddy, who are you trying to find? I'm Robert, by the way. 
A quick Google search turned up several results for Sarah Michelle. She had a few blog posts, a few lengthy articles written about her, and a strong social media presence. Is this the gal you're trying to find? Robert asked. Yes, yes it is. Stephen recognized her face from his conversation with God. She's pretty. And you said that's your friend? Robert wanted to do a little investigating of his own, as it seemed very strange that Stephen knew nothing about his so-called friend. Well, we've never met, but I want to get to know her. In all honesty, God is leading me to her. Robert smiled. He was a bit of a romantic himself, and the young man seemed harmless after all. To him, Stephen just sounded like a man in love like he was about 40 years ago when he saw his wife for the first time. Well, you have to call her. Don't text or email. Call. Chat with her and see where things go from there. She has a contact number here. Stephen wrote down her number and work address. Robert would have paid top dollar to be a fly on the wall when Stephen and Sarah met. He knew Stephen had no chance of a romantic connection with a woman like her, but offered words of encouragement anyway. Put your best foot forward, son. If a man landed on the moon, anything's possible. Stephen thanked Robert, went back to his bedroom, and called Sarah. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that reading of Spiritual Warfare, Please show your support by downloading a copy on Kindle. Make sure you tune in for the next chapter. Please also subscribe to A Knowing Spirit. The link is in the description. Until next time, God bless.